So a couple episodes we had a discussion about alcohol use in athletes, and so we wanted to dig into the research a little bit more. Um, and so we looked at a couple articles specifically around this. Uh, one was a review article on alcohol athletic performance and recovery um, by Vela and Cameron Smith. Uh, that was in Nutrients in 2010, so a little older. So we tried to find something a little more new and found one um, called Alcohol, the Impact on Sports Performance and Recovery in Male Athletes by Barnes, and that was from 2014. Uh, we tried to find something specifically to females, but there wasn't anything um, really within the last decade that we saw, so to make sure that we were kind of balancing it all out. Um, and ultimately what the research kind of tells us is that it's multifactorial, complicated, um, and isn't that how it all goes with everything else? Um, generally, they recommend to just be cautious with pre and post use. Um, I think with most things, and we talk about this quite a bit, it's me especially, is you know everything in moderation and in general, it depends and what is your goal and your context. And really that's going to impact it the most. One that they did kind of hint at is athletes tend to have a propensity to binge more based on the research and consume greater volumes compared to the general pop in isolated instances. Um, again, this could be multifactorial. It's not necessarily that it is tried and true for every single athlete, but you think post-game, post-events, you know, event celebration, whatever it may be, that could potentially be a time where overconsumption could occur, um, in particular with collegiate athletes, um, just in my own experience, knowing, you know, you play a football game on a Saturday and you get a big win and you're probably out celebrating with your buddies um, on the team and otherwise that night. And that could potentially lead to more of a binge type episode. Um, in some of the research that they found, the acute alcohol consumption had a negative impact on the immunoendocrine function, blood flow and protein synthesis and so that muscle recovery may be impacted that one has always been the biggest one for me um and working with some of these athletes especially from the athletic training sports med side is you know if we had to do everything to get you ready to get for the game to get you through you know when we made it through and now we got to get ready for the next one I, I never necessarily tell them that they can't drink because i don't know that that is my place to do so but we just talk about you know, how it can have a negative impact and that the recovery that they're going to want to get for the next week to hopefully be able to play in that game and be able to get in some version of a week of practice is going to be impacted by the decisions they make that night. And there's a very big difference between going out and having dinner and maybe a couple beers with your family or your friends versus not remembering what you did the night before. And that has multiple levels of impact. Um, there were adverse effects found on neurofunction, metabolism, cardiovascular physiology, thermal regulation, skeletal muscle myopathy. Obviously, those would have huge impact factors. Speaking personally, the thermal regulation, if I have a little more to drink during the night than I probably should have, um, my aura ring will tell me straight up that I probably slept like trash and that my body temperature was elevated along with my resting heart rate and that ultimately contributes to worse sleep and lack of recovery and so it all kind of ties in 
Um, speaking specifically to muscle, these articles talked about, you know, just having a decreased ability for contraction. Uh, they don't know exactly where. That's geared more towards, obviously, the pre-consumption, um, which I don't know is as common um, as, obviously, the post-activity consumption, but it may be uh, something that athletes utilize to downregulate if they run hot or are high anxiety potentially before an event, so something to keep it in mind there um and really the information is still inconclusive on recovery while looking at some of the functional functional measures of muscle performance and blood markers again common sense may tell us or it may not that you know heavy doses of it probably aren't going to be beneficial um in terms of how much potential negative or adverse effect you have that's still out to be determined. But really, when we're trying to look at operating at the highest level, again, coming back to that, you know, some might be okay, but more isn't necessarily going to be better. And the more you accumulate this on top of it, you could potentially have some detrimental effects that could get by for the next day or the next couple of days. But the potential chronic use um, is really what's going to start messing with you. And that's one of the points that these papers made is that the clinical association with chronic alcohol abuse and skeletal um, myopathy and acute ingestion seems to have little to no impact but that chronic use can really have an impact on how your muscles respond and really have um, detrimental effects and they didn't specifically go into what was the definition of chronic use but again thinking about potentially over the course of a long football season you know if it's multiple times a week for 10 to 15 weeks or even once a week but heavy consumption that could potentially lead to some impacts that would be um, on the negative side that would ultimately be um, an impact on performance Um, there was one recommendation out of it if consumed after sport or exercise a dose of 0.5 grams per kilogram of body weight is unlikely to impact most aspects of recovery. So if you wanted to do the math on that, that could add up to not being a relatively large amount based on your body weight, but something to take into consideration if you want, if you're an athlete and you want to have a general target of, you know, maybe where you want to go with that. Um, if choosing to consume alcohol is something you're looking for. So ultimately, um, relatively inconclusive other than i think most can agree that large consumption of it is probably going to be more detrimental than it is helpful for what you're trying to do when it comes to competing and having athletic performance at the highest level Uh, for me again depending on the context uh, i mean that those percentage points of what you need to do at the elite elite level um, international, you know, world championships, it may be something you got to steer away from for as much as you possibly can because those fractions of a percentage point of performance make such a difference at that level. Uh, for what I've spent a lot of my career lately, you know, in the Division three level, yeah, I don't think it's going to necessarily help you to go out and, you know, down multiple fishbowls or whatever it may be the night after a game but at the same time understand there's so much more of an aspect of the social life that goes around with college and again having that conversation of you know 
what's your priorities, not to make anything sound bad or evil, but just understanding that the decision you're going to make is going to impact the other thing. And as long as we're okay with that and we understand it, then that's a decision you'll have to make and we'll be here to work around as much as we possibly can. But encouraging that, again, there's a difference between just going out, interacting, having some fun um, with your teammates or your friends, but not necessarily going to the level that's going to wreck your potential performance um, or put you in danger for other reasons as well, because that always is a concern uh, when it comes to alcohol use. So that's the research review um, in the notes of this, both on the podcast and on YouTube. We will have the titles and the citations of these two articles in case you want to go check them out for yourself. I do not remember if they're open access or not, but you can definitely take a look. Uh, as always, if you got anything, reach out to us on social media, and we'll look forward to being back next week with some more content from Clinically Pressed.